Welcome to The Healthy Hypochondriac. I am your host, Karen, a.k.a. Pickles, and today's guest is Angelina Asante. Hello, Angelina. Hi. Thank you for inviting me on my own show. Your own show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is different. Well, I guess we should say I'm here because I also played with you a couple weeks ago over at JetBlue with the uh, Red Sox women's fantasy camp. I was not on your team. I was on the opposing team. And the two losses we had were to you, including the World Series. Yes. Sorry and about that. I don't it's think all you, good fun. Yes. I don't <laughs> think you uh, said too much about how you were the, what would you say, the, you had the walk-off hits in both of the wins against us. So where I was out in right field and I saw all the jubilation from your team, it was because of something miraculous you did to bring your team to the wins. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, I have, I will say, and I know, I know I touched upon it in the last podcast, but anyone listened to it, like the defense on my team, like those women, man, I'll tell you what, yeah. we had some power hitters and we had some women. I, I was not consistent with my hitting. It just happened to be like the two times the right we time. really needed it. Like <laughs> I was there. So it was, it was, it was honestly one of the best weeks of my life. And you know, you and I are friends now. We've, yeah. we've talked almost, I think, every day since camp ended. Right. So, 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 like the the bonding. You know, you're making friends, and I mean, I I was just talking to my teammates yesterday. We had a little chat going, and I was like, "This is so cool," because even though it's only a week out of our lives, like everybody kept saying, "You're going to form friends, yes. like really tight friendships, in just such a short amount of time." Yeah, and that's how it's been for me in the last year. I was a rookie last year. My sister lives in Boston. I live here in Cape Coral. She and I decided to do it together. We had never played any ball in our lives. We never hit, caught, uh, threw anything. And when we signed up, one of the first drop-down questions was, "What is? do you have any experience? And when we both clicked no, a little <laughs> comment came up, that's okay, we still want you. So we knew from the start we were going to be in good hands. But I was a rookie last year, and some of the ladies that were on your team were on my team last year as well. So I know you had a good team because uh, we did. Yeah, we had a ball playing together. Um, I wanted to ask about you and your baseball past. I know you talked about it with Christine that you must have played, what, back in high school or something? So we were girls, so we had to play softball because oh, okay. women can't play baseball. Clearly, that's what I've learned over the past oh, well. few weeks. Um, so that's really weird to me that women don't play baseball after seeing the, the women hit like oh, they yeah. do. I mean, really impressive actually put me to shame because I thought, well, I'm still pretty decent after all these years. I'm not playing for a very long time since high school. But then I see these women and I'm like, holy cow, they just nailed the ball. Yeah. So you're saying you haven't played ball. Uh, it was softball back in the day and you haven't played in years. Um, the last time I played, I don't even want to tell you how many years ago, I worked for a pharmaceutical company in Orlando and they had a corporate softball team. Everyone thought I was like really sweet at that yeah, company yeah. because they had never seen me play softball. But then when they saw me like heckling my own team and being like, are you blind? Like yelling at my own <laughs> because I, I, I like to win. Yeah. <laughs> so I, they were like, oh my God, you were so nice in the office. And they're like, you were like the ugliest teammate. <laughs> so you played a little bit then. After, I did. That yeah, was after. it. One year, one year with that company. I played till I got fired. Oh, okay. That's, that's good. <laughs> well, now, Christine and you have been friends for a long time, and you moved here 
you said, what, 94? Yeah. Down to Florida. So you remained friends. So how did you and she uh, connect in order to look this website up, you know, Boston Red Sox? Uh, well, like you, being being from New England, like everyone's a Red Sox fan right. up there. Like my my school trips would be like to Fenway, oh, you know, okay. so we, we definitely had exposure. I come from just rabid, crazy Red Sox fans. And so I don't know, there's something about your blood up there, yes. you're, you're a Red Sox fan. And so she's crazy for sports. And so I, we always joke, probably like literally five years we've been joking about it. And then we did a baseball vacation this summer and I only see her maybe every other year. I don't get to see her that often because she lives in Mass. So when we were up there, she took us on the tee, and we went oh, to, to Fenway a couple nights, and it was it was a blast. And then we went to Cooperstown, and when I was in Cooperstown, I saw the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. I saw the huge oh, cool. display they had. So I had never seen that movie, A League of Their Own. And I did not realize how screwed those poor women got when the war was over. And then, you know, it's always the rich and powerful decided what could happen next. And they decided women were no longer in baseball. Right. Well, and the beauty of A League of Their Own, our camp pretty much took the names of the teams from back in World War II when this um, All-American Girls Professional Baseball League was in existence. We have the Comets the Peaches, the Bells, and the Blue Sox. And because so many women signed up this year, we ended up having a fifth team, the Red Wings, which were from Peoria, Peoria, Illinois. And Maybelle Blair, Mary Moore, and Shirley Berkovich, who passed away last year. But the other two ladies come to the camps, and and Shirley did last year as well, but um, this year we had Mary Moore and Maybelle Blair, and these are original players from back at that All-American Girls Professional Baseball League, and these ladies are warriors still, and I know uh, Maybelle just turned 96 last week, and you should see her catch a ball. It's insane. And and even talking to those ladies, they're they're just, they're so sharp, and they love to talk about their memories, and you know, they're out there, like you said, throwing and catching and laughing, and they, they love watching women play baseball. I think it's yeah. really good for them because, you know, I I, I feel kind of sad because what could have been, what could have been, right, exactly. you know, for them. There was a lady that played uh, last year with me who came down. She has a place down here in Florida, and she came down to go to one of the batting cages in Cape Coral. And when they were setting her up, the guy said, okay, softball. And she said, no, I'm playing baseball. You know, mm-hmm. like they, they just presume, right. you know, so. Um, but these ladies are warriors and they're great to have in our camp. They ride around in the little golf cart mostly with Louis T on driving. Yeah. We're very Which lucky. It, yeah. Um, some yeah, of the, yeah, the, the ladies camp runs Wednesday till Saturday. And then the next two weeks are two men's camps. And they run Sunday through Saturday. They're a bit more expensive, but the men's camps also have a home run derby. They have poker night, casino night. They get to play the pros, like each camper's team. Of Last week, there were 10 male teams. Uh, they each team got to get up at JetBlue Park and play against these pros. And uh, the pros we had for our camp were Bob Stanley, Lenny DiNardo, Manny Del Carmen, Daniel Nava, Rich Gedman, Dave Smith, Victor Rodriguez, Tom Flash Gordon, Bill Miller, 
Brian Daubeck. Um, those were our coaches because we had five teams with two coaches each. And, I mean, these are Red Sox legends. So they add a few more uh, coaches for the guys because they have more teams, but then the guys get to play these pros, and their championship is under the lights at JetBlue Park. And anybody can come watch the games, whether it be the, the women or the men. Uh, JetBlue is open for that reason, and, you know, and it's great if you're a baseball fan to come and watch because the men's ages range from 30 to in their 80s, I believe, the ladies were 23, I'm sorry, last year was 21 to 73 was, was the age range, you know, with the 73-year-old being a rookie last year. But we know. we also played our World Series in JetBlue Park. We did, yes, so we, we did. So we did play a couple of games in there, and we did play the big game in there, which yeah. was really cool. Well, because of the, there's five teams playing, they also use the fields behind JetBlue Park. Uh, where the you know Reg, the Red Sox players warm up before their games, their um, and you will see famous games. Red Sox yeah, back in. there. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really neat. As Angelina said, I also was in the trainer's room for uh, my knees and my quads, and who was standing <laughs> right next to me but Chris Sale? I was like, holy cow! And I should mention <laughs> that there's a lot of fun and levity in this camp where we have a meeting every morning at nine where they have like a kangaroo court and you'll get fined for uh, simple things. All the money goes to the Red Sox Foundation. So if you had a, a phone in your back pocket, um, $5 fine. If you had um, your cap on backwards, $5 fine. You know, not the official socks, $5. And, it, you know, it goes from there. But when Chris Sale came over to talk to me, I had to pretty much scream, I didn't approach him, I didn't approach him, because I didn't want, because you definitely would get fined if you go pursuing some of the players that you see around. When we were talking about women and how they got screwed out of baseball and were forced to play softball, there was one exception, a current woman who's an exception to that rule, and that's Kelsey Whitmore. Yeah, she was the, the first female ball player to ever play professional with the major leagues. I believe she's playing up in a Long Island league now, but she was one of our guests, uh, special guests who came to speak to us and mentor us because with five games, one team always was, I'm sorry, five teams, one team always was having a bye. And we would just talk to her, not only about the game of baseball, but your mental state of playing the right. game of baseball. Um, she really presented a lot to us that made so much sense and helped us to be better ball players. Well, and you know what was neat? She, when I was in the batting cages with her, she's like, "You got a good hit," but she coached, she said, "Let me correct this." So Manny had already corrected my grip, <laughs> and so she recorrected it to what he corrected it. But she turned my stance in oh, yeah? the in the batter's box, and she said, "Let's try that out." And man, if I wasn't nailing Ooh. those balls after that. And so when we won the World Series, she goes, "Hey, nice hit." And I said, that was you correcting me in the, the batter's box there. there yeah. and, and she goes, no, that was you. I said, but but you, I needed that one little. And it's interesting because when I was looking at Christine's, Christine's timing was off by like a millisecond. And she goes, I don't know what's going on. And I said, you're too far back in the batter's box. I said, come down a little. And she did. And she started making yeah. connectivity. Yeah. But I think it's easier for other people to look at what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, I can't like correct. I, don't, I can't see what I'm doing. Maybe I guess that's why they watch all that footage yeah, yeah. because I, I didn't realize what I was doing until she said, you got to pivot and you got, you got to use that back leg. So I don't know. It was just interesting. Yeah. yeah uh, I think 
any tips you get from any of these coaches? Because I guess our we would our day would start with going to JetBlue. We stayed at a hotel maybe six miles from JetBlue. Uh, we'd get to JetBlue via a shuttle or if you had a car. Um, the batting cages opened at seven. Uh, you could go there and hit off a tee or if a, a teammate threw to you until the coaches came in maybe seven thirty, and then you'd have. Red Sox professionals throwing balls to us and yeah. we were hitting them and probably like four four different cages were open at a time. There'd be breakfast and then you'd find out where you're, uh, you were playing that day. So whether it be the backfields or at JetBlue, but it's got to be something for you to be a rookie because I remember my walk out onto JetBlue down this long hallway with Red Sox pictures of fabulous, you know, times yeah. and yep. when they were winning World Series and stuff. And the last door you hit says the Yaz door with a picture of Carl Ustramski going out of yep. it. And uh, when you step out there, do you remember your first feeling when you... Yeah, I remember the sound of my cleats yeah. crunching the gravel and yeah. just the lights. And it's a lot to take yeah. in. And I've gone to enough uh, spring training games to sit as close as I can to the Red Sox dugout. And we were in there. You know, yeah, I mean, you're weird. in there and you're leaning up on like some kind of wooden frame they have like you're you're leaning over the railing to watch your team and I mean the Red Sox stand there at the exact yeah. same place you stand it's it's weird you know? it's surreal um yeah that was a lot of fun uh, that was that was a lot of fun so anyway that was your day you would pretty much play wherever you had to be you had your white uniform and the red one with your name on it um, they give you the gear as far. The only thing you had to bring was your cleats and your glove. Everything else, hat, belt, socks, everything came from, from this organization. Uh, once the day was done, you'd go back to the hotel where, for the ladies, they had, uh, like you, I think you touched on it before, the karaoke night. Yep, that and, was fun. Yeah, we had that. We took the coaches out one night just so you could sit as a team and have a social event. And they had the opening banquet and then the closing one where they actually give out awards, you know. Um, yep. I have to say that I was honored to receive one uh, quite shockingly because, like I said, I never played ball in my life. I did get two RBIs last year, but they were dribblers that the coach, you know, who was pitching to me had a hard time bending over to get it. But I didn't even realize until I was, you know, mobbed at first base that I had gotten an RBI for my team. And I did it twice that day. But this year I was actually hitting and I got the most improved player trophy. But it is actually a really beautiful trophy. It is a beautiful trophy. Yeah, it's really pretty. Because when we walked in, I was like, oh, wow, those are really nice. It was heavy, too. Yeah. yeah. So in closing, I would say I'm absolutely going to be back next year. Honestly, this has been one of the greatest weeks of my life, the camp. Yeah. It was phenomenal. The relationships, I just, the amount of fun. It is a lot of work. It is, yes. it, it's, it's intense. <laughs> and I was not in shape for it. I thought I was in okay shape. I was not in shape for this. Well, I think the funny thing was because I didn't run to first base much last year, I didn't realize how painful it is when you are, you know, hawing ass getting to first. Right. Uh, I couldn't walk for two weeks after this uh, camp. I mean, I limped. Yeah. Um, and I used heating and uh, gels and stuff on my knees for two weeks. But Me too. You know, but the camp has been going on for eight years for the women. Uh, it had a break because of COVID. So one year it didn't, uh, it wasn't happening. But there are veterans who have seven years, probably like maybe there's seven or eight of them that have come back every year since. I told you my sister played with me last year. This year on my team, I had a set of sisters. And 
on your team, you you have a sister whose whose own sister played last year, but she couldn't this year, but she'll be back next year too. Yeah, so it's she a got very, injured, otherwise yeah. she would have been here. It's yeah. a big family, and it only gets better from here because from now till next year, when you start getting the countdown as to how many days, you get very excited, you know, really early. I mean, it's a special thing. Like I, the idea of an adult going to camp it's just really fun. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I absolutely loved it. I had a blast and I cannot wait. Yeah. I, I'm one of those people counting down. Like I'm so excited about going back next year. Yeah. We use the locker rooms are the official locker rooms that the um, visiting team uses. I mean, everything was top notch. You're, yeah. you're in their showers You're in the locker room. You're using the trainers, you know, these people that actually mend the Red Sox players are um, working on us. So, yep. So I, I, I definitely recommend it. But also, we have room next year for new rookies. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, anyone who wants – actually, you can uh, – I'll, I'll put some information about the camp yeah. in the show notes. But you're absolutely welcome to contact the, the Red Sox and, you know, about Fantasy Camp. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Because it was funny, you introduced me to two separate guys, two separate weeks apart – and they both said, oh, I know I saw you. You're, you're Angelina Sante. I saw you with the walk-off on the on the." There you go. Watching, so it is yeah. really funny because they're true fans of the Red Sox, but also the camps. Yes. Like they're following the other camps because I was like, that's weird. Some guy just told me he'd recognize yeah, yeah. me from Instagram. Like it was just the weirdest thing. Well, but yeah. they're absolutely true fans. Some of the men fly in a day early just so they can catch the women's championship game. That's so cool. Game on I Saturday. love that. I, I, yeah. love, I love that everybody's supporting each other. And you and I, for the last two weeks, we're picking up games. We're going to, to JetBlue and yeah. watching the guys' games. Because too. the guys, yeah, everything is open, free. You just walk in and. We caught the championship games. We saw some of the campers versus pros, and I even saw the home run derby. I mean, and <laughs> if you sometimes go to JetBlue and you're watching that stuff, sometimes you see like a current famous player yes. walking around. They're walking around. They're, they're, walking. they're walking. They around. exist. And sometimes they sometimes they watch the games. Sometimes you'll look sometimes. in the stands and go, "Oh my God, there's there's current players." It's crazy. It is really cool. So so this is Angelina. And my name is Karen, but they asked me my first day at camp, do you have a nickname? Because I was the first one let in as a rookie last year. And I said, Pickles. This is Angelina Asante for this episode of the Healthy Hypochondriac and my co-host. I am Karen Pickles Adamchek. Actually, I think you were the host of this episode. Oh, that's right. I should have signed off. <laughs> well, they asked you for a nickname, if you have any nicknames. And because I... I told them what I've been called since I was a kid. I didn't realize the ladies really don't even know my name except for being Pickles. Well, so you know, we'll you want to hear something that. really funny in comedy? The, the K sound is really funny to the human brain for some reason. Is that right? So Pickles, I oh. think that's why everybody loves saying your name so oh. much. But I didn't know if you knew that. Well, so, yeah, like the K sound is like very, very funny yeah. for some reason. And because no one can pronounce my last name, I <laughs> decided to go with Pickles on my red jersey this year. So Yeah. So that's what I am introduced as there's, by Joe Castiglione. Yeah, I was going to say, there's yeah. nothing like Joe Castiglione saying, and Next now up. batting <laughs> yeah, <okay>. pickles. <laughs> A lot of fun. <laughs>